0: Hey, welcome back to Batman News Weekly, Year Two, Episode Seventy-One. Let me apologize for uploading the last podcast late. <laughs>
1: <My> <laughs> it's fault. what I
0: do. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, my schedule is insane. Like, uh, we're currently doing twelve days of streamness on my freaking Twitch channel. Been stri- I'm streaming for twelve days straight that started on Sunday, and I'm pretty sure I was like, "Fuck, I didn't upload the podcast."
2: Dude, you've uh, been playing more GTA in the past three days than you yeah. have all of COVID
0: yeah well so I blame that on it started with my friend Flores who we play Apex every single night pretty much and he was like dude I need to play a chill game tonight I was like all right let's just fuck around and drive around in GTA I was like I haven't played GTA in a while and I need to collect the million dollars that Twitch gives out or you know whatever until it comes out on PS5 and I was just like all right cool and so we start that and we're just playing around in my arcade and then he's all like oh yeah, there's anime cars. And I'm like super into anime right now. And I'm like, anime cars? I was like, well, I, like, I, mean, I was like, let me see these anime cars. What are you talking about? And I go and I buy one. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, there's like 10. I was like, there's like 10? And I was all like, can I see them? He's like, yeah, you just got to buy them see And I was like, all right. So I just started buying a shitload of anime cars. And then it that went from that to, like, I don't know how you are when it comes to games. And I'm pretty sure you're the same way but gta has a bunch of random little stupid shit but it's cosmetic like i collected the other night i played gta for about five hours straight collecting little toys throughout the whole map and there was a hundred no
2: so so on for me right now because i'm still trying to push through it Mm. um ghost of shishima has all these little skins for like your sheath and your sword And, like, you can color your suits, like, different... You can dye them different colors. I'm trying Mm. to find all the colors. I'm trying to find all the collective. I'm doing the exact same stuff. Yeah.
0: So, we've been doing that on GTA recently. And now, since I bought... I literally burned $10 million on anime cars. So... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just accidentally shut down the stream. I mean, the fucking podcast. How's that going? Anime cars are cool. All right. We're moving on. Um, like, shit. So, okay. Uh... We have a lot of comic book news we got to talk about today on top of the three books we're reviewing, which is Rorschach, Batman 105 and Catwoman. But uh, we're going to knock out the entertainment news first, which has a lot. Basically, it's all has to do with Justice League. So you got all the info on this.
2: Yes, yes, I do. So the really big thing was the, well, the, the one thing that basically blew up the Internet was the fact that Snyder has confirmed he was doing another one of those live streams Mm -hmm. um, with the fans and he confirmed that this Justice League will be a little bit more graphic Mm -hmm. than anything you've seen in the DCEU. Um, He said that Cyborg is going to be very emotional, very angry and... You may see some parademons being sliced in half, as well as Stefan Wolf fucking up some Amazons. Nice. So it's gonna be very bloody, a little gory. Oh, and Batman's gonna say fuck.
0: Yeah. So Clay sent me this, and I think I just sent you like that's stupid or <laughs> yeah. something like that.
2: And uh-huh. honestly, the internet has like. I, I love my friends and I love the Snyder fandom because yes, they can be a little out of hand when uh, you know, one person says one negative thing about Snyder or mm-hmm. justice league or whatever, totally understand it. And you know, I'm not talking about the toxic side. I'm just talking about the fandom uh, on its own. And, but the one thing that I love is I've seen so many memes about where this f bomb could come from,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I made one myself. Was the, uh, uh, hey, what's your superpower again? And then yeah. instead of saying I'm rich, just saying I'm fucking rich.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, just just throwing random shit out there into the yeah. internet. It's it's hilarious. But what what are your like other than saying just stupid? What do you think? What do you think?
0: Well, for the whole R rated stuff or just the Batman part? Well. Well, give me the Batman. Give, give the me Batman the idea part is stupid. It, it's stupid because I've said this many a times. Zack Snyder gets the aesthetic of Batman. He doesn't get Batman because he's all like, oh, he'd kill. And if there was like a real one, he'd kill and do all this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Like there's a reason why superheroes aren't real is because, yes, a lot of it's what we strive to be, not what a normal person would be. You know what yes. I mean? Like our animalistic mentalities that we have in us are always like kill or be killed like that's how we are and we admire superheroes like batman that have such a strong moral code and will that they could beat the shit out of somebody but they would never take their life because they know that life is that important and us as humans we've kind of been like you're bad it's okay if you die you know what i mean so like that's why superheroes are so admirable and so Zack Snyder, we, we mean, again, we've mentioned it many a times. He had that drunk, that little like drunken moment at his uh, like showing those three days in California or whatever. Snyder and said, yeah, Yeah. And, you know, he said like, uh, get fucking real or some shit, some shit like that when it comes to Batman killing people. And of course, I made a whole video about it saying like he doesn't fucking understand Batman. And of course, a lot of people didn't like that, but I, I still stick by that. I think he gave me, he gave me, that's that's the funny thing is because he gave me the Batman that I always wanted to see on screen with the like crazy fighting and stuff and the aesthetics. But I still never really agreed with what Batman was doing. I let it slide because I was like, all right, this is Dark Knight Returns Batman who actually killed. I can understand that. But um, yeah, the whole like, this is my problem with fucking, what's his name too? Um, Frank Miller. Like, everybody thinks, like, oh, yeah, Batman's such a hard-ass. Like, let's make him say fuck. Like, he's going to be so much. If if fucks are not timed well, they just come off as cheesy and stupid, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, what's-his-name-who-uses-it-perfectly from Doom Patrol? Uh Oh, my God. Robot Man. You? Robot Man. Yeah. Uh, uses fuck perfectly. And even um, Jane uses fuck really well. <laughs> like, they use the word fuck in comedic senses, in serious senses, perfectly. But I don't know at what point, like the shit that he said in in BVS, what took me by surprise and I was like, oh, you know what? I can kind of let that slide. But fuck, I feel is like way more abrasive, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just don't see where Batman's going to say that and where it would make sense or how he's going to do it. And I just don't think like he really needs it. You know what I mean?
1: yeah um, for but sure.
0: it, it, and you know what it's gonna be right you know i'm fucking batman it's gonna be something like that
2: there there was one that i saw that was uh that said well because the part wasn't in the actual uh justice week
1: mm-hmm. uh
2: but the part where in the first trailer where batman says i'm useful when i need to be or mm-hmm. i'm i'm not useful what does he say he says uh Oh, I I, it's like I exist when I need to or something like that, just because everybody thought he was a myth Mm -hmm. uh, and just throwing in an F bomb right there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Like, you're you're right. You know, you can write an entire movie without an F bomb and it'd be just as great. Yeah. The F word doesn't really maybe it might pack an emotional punch. really depends on where you put it. Mm -hmm. But ultimately it's not necessarily needed Mm -hmm. i think this is just the one like just one extra sprinkle that uh zach is able to do knowing that it's on hbo max you know Mm -hmm. but there's a lot more news whenever it comes Mm -hmm. to uh zach snyder's justice league because i am literally looking at this right now um via 11 p.m So just an hour ago, a screenshot was taken from Vero. Uh, Somebody said, uh, uh, first, uh, it was a photo on Vero, and this person says, destroy every copy, please, thanks. And Zack Snyder responded, saying, I understand, and of course, respect your feelings. I just hope I can wipe that version out of existence with what you see in March. So I was going to say, there is a rumored uh, Mm -hmm. release date but it looks like zach himself has confirmed that the release will be in march okay now he has also confirmed that this will also be released in imax in theaters that are available to be watched Hmm. so it is probably gonna have a simultaneous release just like everything else in 2021 which is I think, smart for people who are available to do so. Yeah. Carefully, you know, with social distancing and all of that other stuff.
0: With you caring so much about this film, are you going to brave an IMAX
2: theater? I would brave an IMAX theater if I could rent it out. Mm. If I can't, then I won't. Interesting. Uh, Just because... This, I feel like, is a popular film. I know that right now everybody's, you know, jonesing for, you know, some superhero content. So I think this movie will bring seats to a theater. Yeah. And I'm just not comfortable with having more than four people in the theater while watching this. Yeah, I feel Uh, that. So I am comfortable with watching this at home. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens there. I'm cool with the the R-rated stuff. If it's going to be R-rated or more violent or whatever, I'm totally fine with it. As long as it fits along with the film, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's all that really matters. F-bomb, you know, it's going to be whatever. It's probably going to get memed, you know, depending on where it shows up. I mean, I, I'm willing to be wrong in this instance. Like, if he makes it seem cool and I'm like, oh, that was dope. Like, I'll say it on this podcast, but... Uh, I just feel like it might just be thrown in there just to be thrown in there.
2: Um, and then you said something about Jared Leto news, right? Yes. So, uh, Daniel RPK released mm-hmm. this this morning, uh, with a gif of Jared letters, Joko, uh, bleh, Jared
1: Joko? Yeah, Joko. Jer-
2: Jared Leto's <laughs> Joker, um, from the very first suicide squad trailer, mm-hmm. um, He says long brown hair with a bit of green has lots of guns and police badges attached to his clothes.
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, why is his hair brown? What's going on? I, the way I look at it or the way I imagine it is this is a dirty mangled joker. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a war-torn joker i don't think we're gonna see the you know the f- the first meeting of joker and batman saying hey we need to work together i think this will be a joker and batman that have already been working together for quite some time and we mm-hmm. see them in the midst of a fight or a mission or whatever and this is how we will see them yeah
0: yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird because you would think that even even with Batman being who he is, a Joker with police badges, I don't think he'd be cool with. You know what I mean? It's showing like these are my you know, fucking, uh, what do they call them? Symbols of, not symbols of war, but like my spoils of war or whatever. Yeah. You know, killing all these cops. I'm probably sure Snyder is going to have like a fucking Gordon badge on there or something like that. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Um, I, I have to see a picture before I can really say anything. It's yeah, it, I, If I have to go off of what I sound, it sounds stupid. Like It frankly. sounds odd.
2: Um, yeah. Because when it says a lot of police badges attached to his clothes, what does that mean? Like, yeah. are they well put? Does it look like freaking... It's going to look like a metal person at Fiesta well, in our well, city. <laughs> that's kind of what i was thinking uh, to be completely honest yeah. some just like oh it's kind of crazy yeah but you know at least we're hearing a description we know that like hey this is actually happening of course we already knew that but still mm-hmm. um to get some confirmation is fun so yeah, yeah uh yeah. Kind of brown hair that's kind of weird though like i said i think because of the visual that we get from the nightmare scene mm-hmm. it's all that sepia color so yeah. we, we already get a lot of orange, a lot of yellows, a lot of browns. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's and dust clouds everywhere from what we yeah. saw. So I think it's all of that, you yeah. know, just mangled up in his long hair. So it's been probably a few years yeah. that they are part of the resistance that is against Dark Side and Superman.
0: Uh yeah well I mean if it's coming out in March we don't have that long to wait so no not uh, at all February is a short month so you know we'll get it a little sooner than we think and hopefully it's I hope it's early March and not late March but it's probably gonna be late March yep. that's how they always do it well hopefully it starts early March it'll it'll start mid March if anything because it's gonna carry over to April so they can get you at an, an extra fifteen bucks yep on the thing so
2: yeah and but also you do well the one big thing that I was thinking before i actually read that screenshot just now was the release dates for all of wb 17 films uh came out earlier this week okay uh, the own like there was a movie or two for every month except for february february is completely clean hmm. and i was expecting okay Zack Snyder's Justice League is clearly going in a February spot
1: because
2: yeah. you start off in January with whatever movie is going to be released. And then they hook the people in with another month with Zack mm-hmm. Snyder's Justice League. And yeah. then the very next month would be Mortal Kombat. And the month after that, you know, just keep going and going and going. Yeah. So it might move up to February. We don't know, but as of right now, WB has zero movies coming out uh, on February for their content on HBO Max. Hmm. February always gets so
0: disrespected for being the littlest month. <laughs> um, but anyways, so that is all the Justice League news. Now there is a bit of other entertainment news that I just wanted to throw in here, real quick. Uh, the Dark Knight has been added to the National Film Registry. Oh, yeah. And will yeah, will be I preserved for future generations. So your grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren will be able to watch the Dark Knight in case, you know, everything gets destroyed in an apocalyptic war. That's um, nuts. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I would love to just, can you visit that place? I, I wonder no if you can clue. visit that place. And I wonder if, like, they've started converting every single movie to digital in the national film registry. Like, can you imagine? Like, hey, so there's this new digital thing now. We need you to get every film ever made in here and convert them. Uh, what? So come on with that.
2: Cool. Now, here's, don't even know if it's fucking possible because everybody's scared of, you know, everybody was scared of Y2K, you know, mm-hmm. everything with that. Is it possible to degrade? a movie in case like an apocalyptic war shuts down the internet you know we go all freaking theory i i
0: being it being a national thing i assume that there's more than one copy so they probably have physical and digital yeah so that's what i would assume um and then you know i figure like People are so smart nowadays, even if the internet, see, cause you don't need an internet to play a movie. So you just need the file.
2: Yeah. So as long as
0: you got electricity, you should be fine. So that um, is true. You know, it'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, that is literally all the entertainment news. This is going to be a heavy comic book news podcast going forward. Besides our reviews. Um, all right, let's knock out something that I might. So one thing I know I'm going to enjoy right now. I'm going to talk about it, and then I want to talk about the next thing, and then we'll talk about the stuff I feel like is going to make us talk for a good twenty minutes.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so Tom King and Clayman have been dropping a little hints at what's going to what we can expect in the future of Batcat. One of the biggest one being a cover for what I think is going to be issue number four, and it has Catwoman and Batman swinging through the sky, and in the background it has like a futuristic type batwoman and this is helena so one of the biggest things that we've never really got to experience in comic books is children growing up and being the future and with this particular story that tom king is telling we are getting the past the present and the future so we are going to see helena's batwoman come to light in this series which i think is pretty cool and the design looks pretty awesome
2: yeah, dude, The I, I sent this to you. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you're always on top of Clayman and Tom yeah. King's work. For sure. Uh, It's so funny because the way I sent it to you, it only showed the sketch. It was actually a video where it goes from uh, sketch. Yeah, yeah,
0: the Clayman one. To, yeah,
2: yeah it, it went all the way to the finished product. Mm-hmm. It looks so clean. And yeah. a lot of people were saying that that suit in particular – for helena is reminiscent of something i need to go back to see um it's a reference to something uh oh, right. yeah the apparently the uh this the symbol itself on the mm-hmm. chest is very batman beyond and amalgamed with uh batwoman so it okay. kind of does like a like a, it amalgams both So I think that's very interesting. It is a, you know, a future Batwoman. So it would make sense to have somewhat of like Batman Beyond vibes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I'm super excited to see where she is in this future. For sure.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's gonna be really exciting. Um, Again, I think we have a lot more to I I know a lot of people are fixating on the Joker thing in Batcat. I don't know if he's going to be that big of a player. I wouldn't be surprised if his stories ends in the next like we're going to see past Joker, but I'm talking about future Joker. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm interested to see, obviously, anything King does. We're going to be talking about one of his books later. Uh, I'm all for. So that was exciting. But you just told me about something before the podcast that since I am such a weeb nowadays, I want to know about this particular news because you say possible Batman Joker manga.
2: Yes. So not possible. It is confirmed. So our new Batman manga series titled Batman Justice Buster by the manga artist duo behind Ultraman manga adaptation Shimizu Ikchi and Shimoguchi Mm Tamahiru will start a new manga series in the upcoming morning issue uh, 4 to 5 uh, 2021 out December 24th of 2020. Hmm. So these will not get an official translation or release in US probably for a while. So it is a little disappointing from that. Now, there is a bunch of awesome translator weebs that work for Shonen Jump that love to translate these kinds of books just for fun. And they will release them on random websites. Mm -hmm. That was like the number one thing to do back in Tumblr days. I don't know where they do it now but I know it's a thing. Yeah. So this cover for Justice Buster actually looks really really cool. Um has like a mix between like Christian Bale's suit along with like Noel kind of mm-hmm. it's it's really odd. Um just look up Batman Manga Justice Buster. Uh looks like a really really cool uh cover there. Now the next one is basically a birthday present for me because it does release on January 7th of 2021. Mm-hmm. Serialized in weekly morning release January 7th. Um this is the actual mangaka, that's what they are called. Okay. Uh talking about this it says I will be in charge of drawing the story One Operation Joker, where Batman's nemesis Joker struggles to raise children. Original uh Professor Satoshi Miyakawa, uh and uh drawing is kisuki goto and the supervisor is dc comics themselves oh, uh, so it's very very interesting very art looks odd great
0: art looks awesome
2: yeah the concept for this joker one is a little weird um it's very japan yeah it's a joker attempting to raise a child the art for it is the joker carrying a baby that's wearing like a batman onesie yeah i'm seeing it right now so it it looks pretty neat i like the art for it so we'll see how it goes
0: yeah the only thing and i i really hope dc lets up on this in the future let them do it their way you know what i mean like i really hope so
2: if you if you i'll have to let you borrow it Mm -hmm. i have batman and the justice league manga Mm -hmm. i think i have the first volume it is written by a mangaka. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is an, a Japanese uh, writer and artist. Yeah. It's great for the content that it is. Mm-hmm. The one thing that is weird to me is when you first see Joker, it's like a pretty boy anime Joker. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a little weird. But everything else is written very anime. It It is so good. It yeah. Is so good. So... If they let them write it like that and then Mm -hmm. eventually have the physical release here in the States, I would love it. Like, let's go. My thing is, is I just don't want to see them
0: butting in to make it Americanized. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, those proportions for women are not proper or whatever. Like, let them just be 100 percent anime manga, you know, like because that's what anywhere
2: near this yes by the way that
0: that's what that audience enjoys you know what i mean and that's what i enjoy about it too because it's not like normal cartoons it's fucking out there it's crazy they do things that are inappropriate that america would deem like oh my god you can't do that here you know what i mean yeah let them just do it their cultural way because it's different you shouldn't be like oh you have to americanize it that's not don't even fucking give it to them you know what i mean So um, this looks dope. I would read it. I mean, that just that Batman, if that was an anime, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Dude,
2: I'm telling you, like, so, of course, we've had some very negative thoughts about Batman's writing right now. We will talk about it later tonight. Mm -hmm. But if they took the concept from that very short Batman short back when it was on Cartoon Network
1: Mm -hmm.
2: or even batman ninja without all the craziness yeah and made it into an actual anime not a movie but an anime with seasons with story progression character progression batman as an anime would legitimately work
1: yeah
2: but it has to be done in the style and in the storytelling of anime not in traditional cartoons
1: yeah you know i agree
2: um yeah
0: i feel like I feel like DC hasn't like they have their hold on Batman, but they should really let him out a little bit more. I understand if you don't want him on TV and stuff. Total. I actually kind of agree with that, but manga anime, that's not going to affect Batman's like, you know, like you're just going to bring in a different audience.
2: Exactly. And that's the thing that I was wanting to say, because yeah, we know, we know DC Batman sells.
1: Mm -hmm. We
2: know that Batman is universally loved. Yeah, but if you want to really stick with an audience outside of the US, let Batman go into that culture and yeah. grasp them that way, because here's here's the thing. I'm going to I'm going to bring in a little bit of Disney, a little bit of Star Wars in here just real quick. Star Wars is doing something called uh, Star Wars Visions. Mm-hmm. They are getting actual Japanese studios, anime studios, creating star wars lore in anime style like Mm -hmm. it is going to be an anthology anthology series that is fully anime done by japanese studios that is awesome if you do that to batman it would be amazing
0: yeah well i mean just even if you're a fan of batman just imagine if you imagine death note storyline with batman and joker bam like death note is amazing and if you have that kind of detective story with Batman and another villain, like just, that would be so awesome. And then of course, just the crazy fighting that anime does. Like you can just throw that in there. Like, I think it'd be really good because again, Batman has the greatest rogues gallery in the world. And then you just throw that with the craziness of anime. Like I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, but bringing it back to the Americas, uh, we have two new series that are coming out one i'm very intrigued by the other i don't give a fuck about and uh the first one that i am intrigued by is called batman anthology urban legends
2: yes it's batman urban legends it's an anthology series so anybody who isn't familiar with the the technical term of anthology this Mm -hmm. is not going to be an ongoing series that tells an amazing story this Mm -hmm. is going to be Possibly just issue by issue is one story by one story. Think of the digital first books, Gotham Mm -hmm. Knights. Each individual comic is its own story. This is doing the exact same thing, except they are exploring more of the Bat family, more of Gotham. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Do I agree with that almost $9 price tag? Yeah, it starts off. Um, it is starting off with a 64 page, okay, number one, and it's going to be 7.99. Mm-hmm. So this first one, um, Chip Zdarsky is going to be in there.
0: Uh, he created Red Hood.
2: Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Ed borrows I think you're thinking of no, no. no. You're not. Hold on.
0: Oh, an uh, article I read showed Chip Zdarsky. and said creator of Red Hood. Is he not? Did he not create Red Hood?
2: No, no, no. no. You're thinking of, shoot, who is that? Um, I guess I'm wrong. Well, it showed him writing it, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Chip Zdarsky. Right now, if anybody is wondering, he's run. He's doing an amazing run on Daredevil right now. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really hilarious guy on Twitter. If you if you, you know, haven't really known him. Uh, He's a really great guy, uh, but there's a lot of people like um, Stephanie Phillips, who she is also doing a Wonder Woman uh, digital first book uh, starting in, I think, 2021 uh, and also Eddie Barrows. So those people will be the writers of this uh, issue number one, at least Mm -hmm. I don't know if every issue will have multiple stories yeah because that seems to be like the new thing uh marvel has their like wolverine black white and red uh harley has the black uh black white and red is all also yeah. um so we we don't know but it will both be digital and physical so i'll probably Good. get it
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. I might get uh I'll read it. And if I like the stories, then I'll go pick up the first issue. Yeah. Um, but I mean I like that it's gonna cover more of the Bat family. I think that's the kind of stuff that should be coming out instead of Red Hood having his own series, Nightwing having his own series. Like, if you're not gonna get good writers to be on those series, you know what I mean? Like keep it to anthologies to where they're solid stories, so we're still learning about the bat family but it's not necessarily like getting stuff. And I also think that that would keep the contradictions that happen in a lot of these crossover books away from happening. Uh, But you're still getting these anthologies, you know what I mean? And if Mm -hmm. they sell enough and they're like, we want a Red Hood book, all right, we'll do a Red Hood six issue miniseries or 12 issues, whatever, you know? Um, But I still think giving those side, I don't want to say side characters, but those characters um, ongoings, I can't, really think of like one red hood or nightwing series and i'm like oh that is a must read like blah, blah 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 so yeah but then again i am also a big a huge advocate of catwoman's run with ed brubaker and um fuck will pfeiffer
1: i think yes
0: uh, could be wrong but uh yeah but i also think that was that was before new 52 it was uh, great writers on it and i don't think they've not too many of those brand, not too many of those side characters get two great writers to follow up the other stories. And no, they kind of just put to shit. You know? Yeah. So and that's kind of what happens. But I'm down with Urban Legends. This next series is <laughs> the one thing. The one thing that could be worse than anything else that could be coming out. And it is a Joker series by Tynan, drawn by Gilliam March. Now I enjoy Gilliam's March's females characters. His Joker has been good, but it's not my favorite Joker. But he's going to be drawing this whole series. I'm assuming we're going to get a lot of punchline in this, probably.
2: So, from what I have, what the press release said, um, there will be uh a backup story
1: mm-hmm.
2: throughout the series so you'll you'll get the joke the joker story and mm-hmm. majority of your issues that you are purchasing yeah but throughout the series there's going to be backup pages probably one to five pages that deal with the punchline story
0: okay okay so it she's will, not getting
2: her own series then? She's not getting her own series. Okay, that's good. Um, but it will have the same artist. Uh, uh, what was her name? Uh, Marika and uh, Marika Andolfo. So the one who did the one shot, she will continue the story okay. um, with, with Punchline. So here's the thing I sent, well, I immediately got this email the day before. Yeah. And I took a whole bunch of screenshots. Uh, and because I didn't know if this was going to be something like, I don't know, like, I, I was just like, this can't be real. This is yeah. not something that DC's going to legitimately do. So I, I messaged Mark, my comic book Legion co-host. He gets the same emails. I was like, did you see this? And I yeah. just sent him the, uh, the comic cover. And he's like, "Uh, no, I haven't. Let me check my email and then he reads, it and he's like, "Oh God, yeah, and then I send it to you. You don't get the emails, so I sent you the press release. Mhm This book will possibly be the thorn in our sides, yeah, because it is titled Joker What is it Joker?" Okay. Uh, I have no idea. I just see the cover has Joker with Bane on it. I can't uh, remember the actual title, but the premise of this story is that both commissioner Gordon and Bane simply titled the Joker. So yeah, it's, it's called the Joker. And the premise of this series is that he is on the run.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Bane and Gordon are going after Joker. Mm hmm. Here's my problem. You had Tinian for once had a really good short story. Mm -hmm. And that Joker war zone that Joker just fucking just basically belittled Bane to be the most minuscule thing in Gotham City. Yeah. He literally like just shrunk him down to a freaking flea and was like, you are nothing. Mm-hmm. because of this. And we praised this story. We did. We praised it because holy crap it was actually good. Yeah. And now you're going to try to make Bane this big pissed off like beast of like oh I'm going to go kill Joker. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense.
0: So I uh, to play Devil's Advocate I think Bane would try to find Joker because he was threatened by Joker. And he'd be like, I'm going to kill him before he kills me. I think that's just a logical, like, you know, these kind of guys are both alpha males. So he's going to want to go take him out. But I don't think that's a story you should have been telling. The reason why is having Bane just go about doing his thing with maybe, not caring about joker and being like if he comes by i'll kill him you know what i mean and just like having this mindset but every once in a while showing that he's actually thinking about it you know what i mean i think that's a better story to tell not necessarily having bane being like i'm gonna find him and i'm going to crush him with my bare hands Like, I don't think that's the best thing to do. I think you could have built Bane's character a bit more, especially after Tom King just fleshed
2: out Bane so much. Exactly. And here's the exact opposite. Gordon. Mm -hmm. The last time we saw Gordon, well, technically, the last time I saw Gordon was he was jokerized by the freaking Batman who laughs in the Hall of Justice prison. The mm-hmm. last time anybody else has saw him was in Batgirl number 50 with freaking Barbara. Yeah, he was totally fine. And he was totally fine. There has been nothing with Gordon. Mm-mm. And now he's just going to pop up and be a regular part of the DC universe like like nothing happened. From From what I heard was this is
0: Gordon trying like to catch, like, the last bad guy or something like that. Like, he it's his mission to just catch Joker, finally, and just... And then retire them, I guess. Which, like... So, first of all, there's, there's plenty of things wrong with this. One, look, I know Joker's had series in the past, but there's a reason why Joker hasn't had a series in a really long time. Because... 45 is, years. Yeah. There's a reason why you don't give Joker a series. And that's because when you have a series... For a character, you usually learn a lot more about the character. And the Joker is a character we should not be learning a lot about. He works best when he is a mystery. But if you are going to give him an ongoing series, how long can you write the Joker and how many people he can kill and do all this shit? Like, what are you going to learn about the Joker that you don't already know? Because don't bring his fucking family into this. Don't, tell, don't try to make this like killing oh god if Tinian tries
2: to run off the the story of fucking three jokers don't do that oh god i don't want to
0: learn anything about his past don't try to be like oh this is the first time me and batman met and blah don't try to do any of that bullshit we don't need it and especially from so i don't know where if this is just building up to joker war part two or whatever he's planning because we know that he he left, he killed that one guy at the end of Joker War, and that was it. And we know he's still alive, and when you see it on this cover, his eyes sewed shut or whatever. Like, we just, I don't know. You don't need a series to tell you this, you know what I mean? Like, this could all be told in a one-shot, a good one-shot, if yeah. you were to write it. And secondly, Joker's always on the run. Why would him having a series where he's on the run matter? He's never, anytime he escapes from Arkham, he's on the run. It's even when he's in Arkham, he's still in trouble. He's never been cleared of his sins where like he has, he's always on the run. Why would he leave Gotham? Why would it be any different? Are we going to see him traveling across the world? Is he just going to be hiding in Gotham? Why is Batman not found him? Like Batman knows he didn't die. So, like, he's just going to not give up, he's just going to give up on Joker, or he's too caught up in the Black Book case to care about Joker, and it's going to be handled by Bane and Gordon? Like, the logic just doesn't make sense here. And, again, you had the whole family, like, go through everything with Joker War, and none of them are going to hear about Joker. He's just going to be super underground. Granted, Joker does do this thing where he disappears and then ends up coming back, and Batman's like, of course he's not dead. But usually it's because he chooses to do that. It's not like all these other people are trying to find him and whatnot. So I don't know. A Joker series is probably the worst series you can do, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, no, it it, it absolutely is. Because he, here's the thing. You've said this before as a Batman fan. I've said this before as a DC Comics fan that since 2017 has read more DC in my entire life. Like Batman sells, but when you put too much Batman, Batman Mm -hmm. doesn't sell. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just doesn't. And here's the thing. Here's the honest truth that a lot of people don't understand. If Tynan was writing any other character, the sales wouldn't be there Mm -mm. because there are people that will move past the writer will move past the shitty dialogue will move past the shitty art. If there is any, and just because there is a title named Batman or a title named Joker or Harley or Robin or Nightwing or anybody in the Mm -hmm. bat family, People will blindly buy it. Yeah. I used to be that way. And that is why Tinion sales are probably as high as they are. I do not know them because DC hasn't released them. You know? Yeah, they're making top ten. Yeah. So.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, there are always gonna be people that like a particular writer. There are people that like Tynan because he's a disciple of Scott Snyder and they're super in love with Scott Snyder. The way I'm Mm -hmm. in love with Tom King, you know, although I will criticize Tom King when I don't like something about him. Um, I've met a lot of people that will not criticize Snyder no matter what. He could literally throw shit on a paper and they'd be like, ha, that's such a Snyder thing to do. That's so fantastic. Like, it's great. I, I love that he did that. I'm like, you just bought shit. I know, but it's crazy. Like Snyder fucking that's genius. Who's done that? You know, And, uh, you know, you just can't get past those people. Those people would just, they want to live in that world of bliss and, hey, good for you. Um, But, yeah, this is going to be interesting because that, I, Tynan feels like he has this four-year plan and it's all like, you know that Batman News Weekly podcast? I'm going to torture them for four years.
1: For real. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And we're
0: going to give them book after book after book. Like, dude, I'd he- rather
1: I'd rather
2: read an Alfred series than if this kid. If he is kicked off of Batman, he's still writing this fucking Joker book. Like yeah. we will not get rid of him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, twenty twenty one,
0: at least we got Batcat. That's all I can say. Well, and we got uh what's her face? Tamaki coming on Detective. Hopefully I'm hoping she is going to be the shining light of the Batman books. Yes. Um Because I really want to see a woman succeed on a main title of Batman. Because I think we need more women writing. Because I want Cammie on this fucking book. I want Cammie on Batman so bad. Um, And I hope we get it. I mean, can you imagine if we had two women writing Batman? That would be awesome. And they were both good. Because then that would open so many more doors, I think, for more women writers. Um, So we'll have to wait and see. But that is all of the news from comic books. Uh, we're going to go ahead and jump over to uh, our reviews now. And I want to start off with Catwoman. Did you read Catwoman? Yes, I did. So I texted this to Clay. I told him that the Catwoman run right now is better than the Batman run. And I think there are very small times that you'll ever hear somebody say that. But I think this story is really good from V, in my opinion. What would you think of it?
2: You know, I... I am always like just jumping off and on on Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have turned me more into a Catwoman person reader, mm-hmm. really. Um, especially now with the Batman News Weekly. Like I've said, I've I've I have read more Batman than Superman in the past two years. It yeah. is nuts, absolutely nuts. But I I enjoyed this. Now I was a little hazy as of like what was going on because. You know, I, I, like I said, been jumping on and off on this book, but I really enjoyed the almost Batman like twist that Catwoman put on these bad guys in this book. Yeah, I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So she's uh, if we know in the last few issues, she is trying to get the mobs and the gangsters out of Alleytown, which is. At her so when it comes to gotham kind of assume Alleytown and the narrows are kind of the same thing because i believe depending on what writer wants to use it they i feel like they're the same thing but i think some people know the narrows some people think Alleytown, and Alleytown i would just consider them the same thing in my opinion they could be totally different somebody can correct me on that but she wants to get everybody out of here because catwoman's always believed she knows she's been a villain she's done bad things but she's always had that kind heart. Where if something is going crazy, she wants to help the people that were her in her position as a young, like as young teens and stuff, because she doesn't think that people should be going through that. She knows she got a, a bad hand. She trained herself to be better, and she doesn't want people to have to do that. She wants people to be able to survive. So I've always enjoyed that. So she's trying to help out all these kids. She has these kids basically on the payroll, but she's you know paying them with you know care and food and all that jazz. And they're trying to take out this mob. And in the previous one, Catwoman, you know, took all these drugs from this mob boss and they've sent a hit squad to go kill her. And she has, like, some Home Alone-type shit set up for them. Like, trap doors, fucking
2: everything. I think that was the only thing that I kind of rolled my eyes at. The trap uh, doors? No, 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 not the trap doors, but the dialogue. So Catwoman has this almost, like... This book had very like 40s noir to mm-hmm. it, yeah, because of the way Catwoman is talking to the people in her earpiece and yeah. even the woman at the very end. Um, she's explaining everything,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: yeah. the way the narrative boxes are like right when it happens, yeah, it almost feels like oh, and here's the punchline, you know, yeah, so. so- The the dialogue was a little cheesy there.
0: Yeah, I get that. But I prefer this over what we get in 105 of learning this whole story (laughs) during a fight and in dialogue. Yes, yes. So it's this is the way you tell progression of a story. You say what's happening over panels of the thing actually happening.
2: Well, yeah, but like... Like the way she said it, it's like, oh, I heard that uh, uh, they were in for a shock. Oh yeah, and like, like and yeah. like and they were getting electrocuted and like, mm-hmm. oh, the floor will just swallow you whole, yeah, and yeah. they fell. Mm-hmm. You know, j- just those things. It yeah. felt very like, okay, this is like a detective noir film, and this is just yeah. completely cheesy, but it worked. It worked yeah, for sure. Um, the one thing that I was a little confused at is our little assassin buddy at the very end Mm -hmm. he hasn't been very involved with this whole story he's kind of just been in the background
0: he saved her life two issues ago though
2: yes yes he has but that's what Mm -hmm. i mean like when you saw him three issues ago yeah like because penguin had hired him Mm -hmm. you saw him like towering over this building and you're like oh shit like he had like Catwoman's gonna have to deal with this guy yeah and it really hasn't been that so i'm sure ram v wants to make that progression for sure yeah. um because here i think is is this the first interaction that they have yes so look
0: at this as again tainan can take some advice from this this is the anime hero and villain meeting for the first time yeah. Because, you know, the villain saved that person, and he's stalking the next, like, that is my next rival. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's very anime. And he's like, nobody will kill you but me. And he's, like, out here. Like, the, the way it happens in the book is uh, she just exploded this whole shipment of drugs or weapons or whatever. And she's walking away, and there's this mysterious guy walking by her. And they pass, they pass each other, and then they both, like, claws and knife to throat. And they both kind of touch each other and they're both like small drop of blood. And he says like his very religious monikers or whatever he's saying. And he's basically telling her like, I'm going to kill you, but I want to watch you grow. I want you to be at your highest point so I can watch you fall. Like that was his whole speech. And I'm like, Oh, that's such a good villain. Like it's so good. (laughs)
2: Like that's what a villain should be. You know what I mean? I will say, um, art wasn't like phenomenal, Mm -hmm. but, when you see Catwoman walking away from the dock, you see the fire in the background. Uh, She has her cowl off. Mm -hmm. Her hair is kind of just like kind of messy because, you know, masks. I love that panel.
0: Yeah, no, the, the, I think the art fits with the storytelling. Now I'm really hoping at some point just to do a little arc in Catwoman, they get a Darwin cook type. To draw one of these because darwin cook was drawing if i'm not mistaken the catwoman run
2: yes you know i would i would love uh so the person who's doing rorschach right now Mm -hmm. um, i think he could really match that
0: that vibe
1: yeah i think that would be
0: really nice uh now the one thing at the very end was something that kind of irked me a little bit was this new drug that they're trying to bring into gotham and it has poison ivy in basically a big ass beaker and I thought Ram V and Tynan were talking to each other. For real,
2: because she was free and angry at Harley, apparently.
0: Yeah, but is also helping Harley right now because she said, go to this place to find Harley. Yeah. Arkham. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't know if this is...
2: But once again, Tynan. this is the conversation that everybody's having online right now is what comes first, story or continuity? Most people, a lot of people far. like you and me would love continuity because it would really vibe well with a Batman and Catwoman book, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they would be in conjecture with each other. But a lot of writers don't like continuity. They feel like it's restricting, and so they want to yeah. tell whatever story they want. But the only problem is, is that they want to use the same characters that are in this shared universe, but they don't want to act like they're in this shared universe.
0: I would love to have a longer conversation about this, but I feel like those writers that don't care about continuity are never the good writers, are never great writers. Yeah. Because I feel like as a writer, your thing is to tell a good story with what you have. It's called creative writing. And you're supposed to be able to take something and make it a good story no matter what. And I've always said that I've said that as like, since I've been growing up since like the fourth grade, like I think that you can tell a story about anything in this world, as long as you really think about it. Like if somebody's like, all right, there's a woman, she's sad. And there's a potato come up with a story. And I think somebody could write a fucking amazing story about a sad girl that, and a potato,
2: like, I man, genuinely have you, have, have, you really. have you never seen that Pixar short where the woman makes the little dumpling and it becomes yeah. like turns life? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Boom. Exactly.
0: Right <laughs> so like it's uh, you know, and, and I feel like that's the problem here, right? Everybody's like, oh man, if I put Ivy in my story, people will love it. Oh, if I have like the sex scene with Catwoman and Batman, people will love it. I would love it. But for the most part, like it's just I don't know. I feel like those kind of people are the ones that never write great stories. Yeah. Um, Because like, now granted, you can go the Tom King route, but Tom King has fucking ran through the shit. You know what I mean? He had to do it with Snyder. Like he's like, all right, I got to fight in this box because Snyder's writing his story. I can't do this stuff with Grayson. He's a spy. Grayson's a spy right now. He's not Nightwing. He's not fucking any, he's not Robin. He's a fucking spy. I got to write this story. You know what I mean? And he's built himself up to being one of the best writers in fucking DC or in comics period so um yeah so that was catwoman and now let's move on to a story that i feel is a lot lesser than catwoman and that is batman 105 um how
2: crazy is it that that sentence just
0: left your mouth you know if i was growing up during the brewbake who was writing batman during brewbaker like uh was it morrison it had to have been morrison right had to have been because didn't Morrison write for like eight years? Yeah. Yeah. So might have been Morrison. And granted, that was probably Morrison's some of his best work. So yeah, I I'd probably put Morrison and the Brubaker Catwoman run on the same level. This, mm-hmm. I think, Catwoman's on a higher level here. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, for the most part. <sighs> okay. Clay, I didn't I, I've been really bad about reading books early lately. And Clay sent me uh this is Batman. And it was the fucking Wizard of Oz skipping through like a thing of flowers.
1: Yes. And I was like, what I sent
2: this to you, to Mark, and I sent it to my uh Geek Ultimate Alliance network Mm -hmm. that I'm a part of. Um, only me, you, and Mark get the books early. So I just told them, Hey, if y'all want, you know, my Geek Ultimate Alliance network, I told them if you're wanting to read Batman this week, this is what you're you have you know to look forward to and all of them were like what the hell does that even mean
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then most of them read it you know this week and they're like oh god yeah people listeners here's the thing this idea that this this stupid stupid idea that Tynan wants to make this murdering psychopath Into Batman's Vegeta, Mm -hmm. his his Sasuke. Mm
1: -hmm. It
2: it, there is zero sense. Hush is his
0: Sasuke. Like you can't you can't change that. They they've known each other since they were children.
2: Yeah. Now the only thing is is that Hush is legitimately evil. You know. Yeah. And I get it. Vegeta was evil at one point. I'm not saying that Hush is going to become good or anything.
1: Yeah.
0: But we've seen it happen.
2: Yes, we have. This first few pages, this whole, Bruce, I thought you were in it for the art. For the Mm -hmm. art. I'm like, you fucking hipster piece of shit. Get the fuck out of this book. Please. Mm -hmm. He like like and like batman tries to like t like tynan tries to tease his name and he's like no you don't get to call me that name yeah and like he just demands that batman never you know come into any city that he has like made his own yeah or whatever that he is now like put his nest in or whatever and batman is just gonna be like okay cool like Mm -hmm. no that that's just not how it works yeah. I think it's complete bullshit. You're just laying down rules for us readers to be like, okay, yeah, because you wrote it, I guess I have to accept it. Yeah. It is bullshit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so um, I'm glad I mentioned something the last time we read this series was that Batman was just strapped to a bed, and I was like, are, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're telling me he can't get out of these restraints? And we know it was just to kind of, like, set up what was about to happen because Bao, is that how you say his name? Yes. Bao. Bao? Bao. Bao is about to cut Harley Quinn's head off. And I'm not sure, I don't think she gave the speech at that point. No, she didn't give that speech at that point. But uh, Bao is about to cut her head off. Freaking Bruce does Hulk out and break through the restraints like I thought he should have been able to. I just saw a guy on TikTok show us how to break out of fucking duct tape. You saw that guy? Yeah, he's awesome. He's He's awesome. awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, yeah, I was like, oh, shit, if this guy can do it, Batman could surely break out of these restraints. But anyways, uh, TikTok saves lives. Uh, But uh, he throws a battering. which where the fuck did he get the battering?
1: He just no showed
0: up. Uh, it. Batman it, just has a battering.
2: And here's here's the thing. I don't know if they mentioned it last uh issue or not, but if Ghostmaker knows Batman oh so well, mm-hmm. their best buds, don't you think he would have been smart enough to say, hey, I'm gonna take away your utility belt?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even Joker and everybody takes away his utility belt. That Harley has is... taken away his utility Yes, though. And like, whatever. I mean, you could make an argument at the end of this that maybe he didn't necessarily
2: want to do this, whatever. But here's, yeah. Here's the thing. The whole purpose of taking off his shirt, mm-hmm. like there was no point to it other than- Well, like, he did
0: have surgery. He did have surgery, to be fair.
2: Minor surgery, like
1: stitches.
0: Yeah. But, you know, usually when it does come to surgery- you cut off the person's shirt to operate. So I don't want, I know we, I know we hate Dynan and I know we're doing, going through this, but I'm trying you know, to like, show I was, people. I like, was
2: trying to like, I was even trying to make sense of it last time. And I was like, oh, you uh-huh. know, it's kind of resembling the whole Raza Ghoul fight. You know, I agree with that. Cause that literally happens. That whole sword fight
0: happens. Yeah. So
2: that was spot on. So when um, I saw this, I was like, oh, this, the, you know it's supposed to be an homage to that. But there's literally no use to it. But okay, yeah. I, I will yeah. give him the whole surgery thing,
0: whatever. Yeah. So anyways, what happens here is Batman, of course, takes out Bao and he's like, this is not going to happen. He's like, you're not going to take this away from me. We learn that Harley was there when his parents were killed by the Joker. And that's why he hates clowns. That's what we're told. And then for about Six, five to six pages, about five pages. We hear this story about Harley just saying, you know, she's talking about the trauma story. Like I, you know, I love Joker because I thought he made me feel powerful and like nothing we did mattered because he was giving me power. But I found out that he was manipulating what you've heard a million times from Harley, yes. And he, she's telling that to bow, which is totally fine. This is what happens with victims when they speak to other victims. They're just trying to relate so I understand this, but but I don't give a fuck about Bao to care about this conversation because all I've ever known about him is he kills people and that's it. I've never found out, like, you haven't shown me how the Joker killed his family. You haven't shown me, like, anything in Joker War that made me care about this kid. I know nothing about him. You just told me everything from this little Harley conversation. And Harley's yeah. like... Batman, you have to let him decide if he's going to kill me or not. This is my decision. And then, of course, he's like, "Ah," and he, "Ah, I'm not going to do it. And he doesn't kill her. Like, I would have been, I probably would have been more okay with the comedy route Where he goes in to stab her, and she's like, what the fuck? And, like, gets stabbed a little bit. And she's like, you fucking did it? Like, you know, I would have been more okay with that. yeah,
2: Because you could have got away with that with You could have gone away with Harley being like, I didn't actually think you were going to stab me, you stupid kid. And, like, there'd be a fight. You know, I could totally see that. But instead, you try to get this, like, overly emotional thing. And like you said, there is no connection. Mm -hmm. There is nothing that has me wanting Bao to not kill her or to want to kill her like just because you tell me oh i had a tragic story Mm -hmm. doesn't make me care i have to see it
0: if i would have saw harley slit the mom's throat then i would like like, oh shit "Oh, oh my god i can relate with that i would also want to kill harley you know what i mean but you're just telling me and this is tynan's biggest thing and this is from the school of rock snyder this is what Snyder does. He doesn't show shit. He yeah. just tells you. And I'm like, dude, this is the laziest piece of shit writing that you can
2: do. And and I, I will admit to this. Recently, I've been going really heavy and hard on my Marvel reviews over at Weird Science. Mm-hmm. Uh, I write them. Go check out the website. Uh, the one thing that has been super popular in the last three years of comics is telling and not showing yeah this is a visual medium Mm -hmm. there is a lot of things in this book right now in 105 that i am looking at right now that i do not need that Mm -hmm. you could put in that one flashback panel Mm -hmm. of harley doing something to bow's parents yeah or even even showing that it was joker not even harley maybe harley's in the background you know laughing it up doing whatever being the psycho harley we always knew yeah you know but there's nothing no you know
0: what this comic book should have started off with instead of that whole like we could do things together let's start in a small asian town that whole flashback of them coming up to the agreement of like you never come to gotham i never come here it should have been joker and harley killing bow's parents
2: yeah it should have been the flashback Mm -hmm. so that way we're like, okay. This is what he is pissed off about in all these issues that were, you know, we've been reading and especially from the moment you see Bruce walking into the plane. And then the very next one that says Arkham asylum. Now we Mm -hmm. see bows with the sword, like right above Harley's neck, like going into that transition, you would have been like, Oh shit. Now we know the stakes. Now we know what the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. That would have been a better transition and we would have cared yeah. rather than what we got. And that's not even the worst part. No. So no. this whole thing with Harley goes down, bows mad. He cries like a little baby and leaves Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. And then Bruce tells Harley, you need to leave too. There's somebody that I need to talk to. Yeah. And Ghostmaker is there. They're about to start this big sword fight. They go at each other, and like you said, they start to talk, mm-hmm. and talk, and talk, and While talk. fighting, and getting stabbed, and, and all of this. Sliced in the freaking, like, freaking yeah. liver, and all these different things. And then all of a sudden, Batman Smiles makes a small comment, and it's like, join me. Mm-hmm what
0: yeah so i'm going to retract my statement about the surgery because i just looked through all this again at the very end of this issue batman puts his shirt back on there's no blood on it there's no stains on it
1: there's i thought no it would, i thought
0: it would have got rid through it um also he just got fucking sliced and he puts his shirt back on and there's, and there's no fine. panel
2: where he's healing himself um, and he just so put the shirt if, back on if you look where he got stabbed from the angle that he got stabbed we actually see that side again when mm-hmm. he picks up his shirt yeah. no blood nothing yeah. and we see it again when he says don't leave Gotham stay help me make it better that's the side that he got cut yeah in this major battle all we see is the stitches mm-hmm. from earlier we don't see any brand new cut yeah um so I rest my case. This is supposed to mirror the Raz Al Ghul fight. This is yeah. supposed to be that epic, like, oh, you know it's you know, it's supposed to be symbolism of like what they were fighting like as they were younger adults or children or or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. This is absolute fucking bullshit. Yeah, because- so uh, it- he, he like you go ahead. You go ahead. I've, I've, no, I've... I was going
0: to say at the very end, they run off together like Batman and Robin would like.
2: That's not the worst part, because here's here's the thing. They talk about how, OK, we could help each other make it better. Yeah. So that wasn't the worst thing. We We see them talk, you know, about how they can make it better, blah, blah, blah. We see that the Bat family has always been there. They were watching Batman signals them that everything's fine. And then, at the very end, Ghostmaker says, "I bet I can get to the orchestra faster than you." Because they hear that something. Oh, that's what he does. So Ghostmaker's like, "Oh, well, I just got a a a message from from Batgirl because I just let down my ghost net,
1: Mm -hmm. you know,
2: (laughs) trying to make it like, oh, you know, I let her in, you know, whatever." Mm -hmm. But he says, "I bet I can make it to the orchestra faster than you." and Batman's like I'll take that bet, you know, again doing that like oh we're very playful now we're best friends. Yeah. And then Ghostmaker says, you know, I'm richer than you. Uh I'm richer than you are right now. He says, "Good. That means you're uh you're buying dinner after. I don't have a butler anymore." Now he's making jokes about Alfred. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> He's like, oh, you know, the father figure that I've had and that I was mourning for like just the very you know two previous issues. Yeah, I think it's a good a good enough time has passed that I can make jokes about him now.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, going back to the writer we're going to be talking about next. He talked about Alfred in issue one, and we saw that and he said, I'm sorry to tell you, you know, Andrea, Alfred has passed. That's a respectful way to talk about your father. Like, you know what I mean? Not make a joke about him to this. Like, yeah. 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 So, and granted, I know, I know people mourn in their own way. You and I are very dark humor people. And we yes. would probably make death jokes like this. But Bruce is not. Yeah.
2: And even when, in the previous issues of Tynan himself, Batman was not acting this way towards Alfred. Yeah. He wouldn't make these comments mm-hmm. towards Alfred. Yeah. Especially with a murdering psychopath that he has now become best friends with. Like I made the stupid gif of fucking stepbrothers. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, did we just become best friends? Yep. For no fucking reason. Like that's yeah. that's like there is ah, oh, this pisses me off.
0: Yeah. And also, so Batman has made him like he's basically gonna be the red hood in this family. You know, he's like the new white yeah. hood. And well, well, that's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa! Uh, but, yeah, so Ghostmaker is basically essentially another Red Hood, and Batman's like, "No killing in my city," and he's like, "You're no fun, whatever." Blah blah blah. Um, you you've said it on this podcast before. I've agreed with it before. When Batman came across Red Hood, not even killing Penguin. But shooting him in the face, he beat the ever living shit out of him, and uh,
2: exactly.
0: yeah, it was just like I couldn't believe it, and and he made him get out of
2: Gotham. But with Ghostmaker, he's like, oh, "You're an old friend. We'll laugh about it. We'll have yeah. dinner together. We're fine." Yeah, bullshit. I
0: yeah, it's I don't fucking know, man. Uh, we're getting two series from this guy. Yeah, in the future.
2: You Um, want to turn this to Catwoman Weekly?
0: Shit. Might as well. Fuck. I (laughs) wish there was a Catwoman anime because then I could be like, yeah, there's so much things to talk about in a Catwoman anime. (laughs) God. Dude, she's making her own harem? Uh, Like, I'd be all into it and shit. Like, fuck. Uh, Batman. You know what? Dude, you could make a Batman harem fucking anime with the (laughs) amount of people he has, just all fucking badass women around him. And they're like, we
1: want you, Batman.
0: It'd be hilarious. And he's like, no, I must protect Gotham. I cannot have your sexiness around me. <laughs> I'd watch it, make it, DC, allow it to happen. Oh. Um, anyways, going back or going over to a writer I think we enjoy reading way more than the current Batman run. We have Rorschach issue three from Tom King. Um, now you, we talked about this last time. You were the one saying that you feel like you need to read a lot more of these in advance, or you need to just read a lot more of these to really have an opinion. What did you think of this issue?
2: This issue holds very well on its own. Yeah. Very great visual storytelling. Very great visual storytelling. Now, um, you need to understand that Tom King, especially nowadays, really Mm -hmm. loves to do this, like, almost like what Batman's Grave was doing in the very beginning of theirs, where, Mm -hmm. like, the person is thinking or, or 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 reading something and he's visualizing it this yes. is what the detective is doing mm-hmm. because you quickly find out that the story of lauren is that her name I think so let me uh, keep just keep giving
0: your opinion um so the girl we'll just say that
2: this this woman's story that she is basically telling Rorschach mm-hmm He has in his hands, the detective, and he is reading it from start to finish, from this entire first page to last page. So he is visualizing it. And there comes a point where they were in the same diner that he is. It's Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. And Laura. Laura. Sorry. Yeah. 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 And there comes a moment where like both Laura and Rorschach are looking at the detective Mm -hmm. and they're kind of having a conversation with them yeah so good yeah like if yeah. this was animated mm-hmm. or even like live action if they if they i'm asking too much i know i am mm-hmm. but if they were t- if if hbo max was to say can we adapt this to a rorschach series mm-hmm. on hbo max yeah and i see this episode
1: mm-hmm.
2: oh man it would be so good so
0: can we, can we just jump to the... I mean, let's not jump to the end. I want to talk about that nine panel spread. So bad. With her dad.
2: Oh, okay. But, yeah.
0: yeah. So good. Um, but anyway, so we're... Yes, we're... He's reading this notebook that he found in the last issue, if I'm not mistaken. And what... Basically, this whole story has to deal with the cowgirl that you've we've seen in the, pra- the past two issues, which is Laura. So we're learning about her. And we learn about her father. And... This did give me the one thing I did so Turley, right? The president that almost mm-hmm. got assassinated is
2: the Trump
0: of this story,
2: I right? guess so. Like, again, I think you need to read this all in one go,
0: yeah, re- yeah, really do. Um, but because this guy's having coffee in a diner that's very rural. Uh, for those of you that are listening outside of America, in America, it is kind of known that a lot of rural people that live in rural parts of states and stuff like that are usually very Republican. They like they have certain values. You know, they're you know religious. That's not everybody, but for the most part, at least in Texas, yeah. at least in Texas. It, rural counties are very Republican. And they are also the people that were going for Donald Trump in the elections and stuff like that. And yeah. we know that, Tom King has been writing political stories as of late. So I was confused because I was thinking that Turley was a Democrat. But now that I'm reading and thinking about this more, I'm like, no, it makes more sense that he's Republican. Mm -hmm. Because even in the Watchmen era, Nixon was the president and he was hardcore Republican or whatever. Yeah. So uh, it's very interesting. Anyways so i that's just something i noticed this time i was like okay because the diner woman says like oh you've met turley or you've worked for turley or whatever tell that man he's doing a really good job you know like old school like oh he's doing such a bang-up job which is what a lot of trump followers feel the same um and so interesting we have somebody that is supporting of turley or i mean maybe no she's probably a lot younger here but um we see a guy that we think would support a Republican party. And he's talking about how he's, he admits that he murdered his wife because the octopus is got to her. Like, the yes. squids.
2: so again, we have to remember this is a continuation of the original Watchmen
1: series.
2: Yes. As well as the Watchmen TV show. Yes. So first we see her as a little girl she's Mm -hmm. practicing her shooting the father tells the story about how he even as a military man like you know he could he could probably you know line her up with all these guys and you know she would still be able to kick their ass in shooting yeah you know whatever Mm -hmm. then it gets to a point where he is like you're old enough i need to show you this thing that i have in this basement
1: your cousin's like eight.
2: yeah, your cousin's the same age. she barely knows how to read. like mm-hmm. you are smart, you you have it. Mm-hmm. you you have this gift, you're special. And I told your mama this. Your mama laughed and I said, it's not a laughing matter. And as soon as I saw that dialogue, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder why the wife isn't here anymore. Yeah well, a couple panels later, we see, this huge freaking gun like uh, i don't even what would you uh uh, underground shelter thing yeah Mm -hmm. full of guns it's like an armory yes and he's like eventually i had to kill your mom it was because the squids got to her yeah you wouldn't understand now but you just need to understand that they can control your mind Mm -hmm. and of course I can't remember fully from Watchmen. It's been years. I haven't read Watchmen since high school, to be completely honest. Um, There wasn't a large amount of evidence. I think there kind of was. I don't don't know. I do know, of course, fucking Ozymandias was all over that shit. But, you know, because of the fucking crazy people like this dude, you well know that there is a lot of people like this. Yeah. And so we now see the freaking, what do they call themselves? They call themselves uh, the Minor Militia. Yeah. Which was basically a whole bunch of parents got their children to become soldiers.
0: Yeah. It's nuts. Again, for those people that are not from America, there are it's people that more. do this. <laughs> yeah. There are parts of the country that that was one of the biggest things about this story this story showed how children can be made into something by their parents yeah like a lot of kids are not given the choice to be children their parents are like you have to live by my ideals you don't have freedom of choice i'm trying to protect you and we see this happen a lot when you know there is a gay kid in a religious family or there is like a family that is very political, but their children are thinking about going the opposite viewpoints. Like there's, it it happens a lot, but you do have these conspiracy theory type families. It's also big when it comes to racism that the kids are brought into that. They're raised in that. So it's all they know. So they don't know right from wrong. They're like, no, you're wrong because my parents taught me this way. This is exactly what's happening with this girl here. She knows all about guns. She knows that squids are bad and that anybody that doesn't believe what she believes has been taken over by the squids, which is the scariest mindset you can think of.
2: Oh, yeah. But again, let's just let's just say it how it is. Mm -hmm. Throughout 2020, Mm -hmm. Trump can literally say anything. And And, his followers will do
0: whatever. Yeah. And if you go against him, which in the biggest media company that has been behind Trump this whole time has finally went against him to say, President uh, Biden, whatever, whatever, Trump went against them. And his whole following has been like, they're liars. They've been taken over by the liberal Democrats that quickly. Just like, oh, your memory has been taken over by the squids. You need to be put down. It yeah. it's parallels so well, ladies and gentlemen.
2: And it's terrifying.
0: It's, it's scary because you can relate it to real world shit.
2: I will say there was a minor mistake in this issue. I don't Ooh. know if you caught it. Uh, so, let me
0: I think
2: it. It was a dialogue mistake. Okay. So right before the nine panel grid that you want to talk about. Yes. Uh, we hear that the dad is wanting to talk to Laura.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now it shows Laura saying I need your help with this. It'll only take a second. Mhm. That is supposed to be the dad saying that. Uh because she responds in the next panel saying, "Okay, dad."
0: Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, my, minor
2: minor lettering. Mhm. You know, I just I saw it on my first read. So I was like, okay. Small detail. Ah, I... uh, yeah,
0: I see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that uh, should have been like a dialogue box.
2: Yeah, it should have been a dialogue box. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. she responds. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about this batshit crazy nine panel grid.
0: So, yeah, this is insane. And when I saw this, it gave me Walking Dead vibes. 100%. Um, <laughs> so, this old man, the father, is kneeling up against a grave and he essentially is telling his daughter he's like sweetie uh i was reading this comic book which we found out in the last issue between the un what is his name the uncitizen or
2: yeah the citizen and the i forgot the other one's name
0: yeah i'm like i know it's here somewhere the citizen and something like oh the citizen and the unthinker Um, We're fighting, and he was like, it made me question what side I'm on, and it made me realize that the squids have gotten to me, and that, you know, basically, I'm not, I'm not, I can't, I'm not good anymore, because the squids have gotten to me. Yeah, I've been compromised because I'm thinking about what's right and wrong, and if you think about that, you've been compromised, which is, holy shit, just because you've questioned something, you're fucking, you should die. And he essentially tells his daughter, he's like, I, I, oh, here's the crazy thing, right? Because what he says is he's like, I thought about that and I realized I need to be put down, but the squid has got such a strong hold on me. I can't kill myself. So I'm going to need you to do it so I can be put down. And she does it. No hesitation.
2: Dude. This. Is so fucking crazy. Yeah. Because essentially this is his thought process reading a comic book oh good versus evil oh well Mm -hmm. what does that mean okay well if good is this then that means evil is this oh no i've just questioned my own morality yeah oh shit okay well let's not freak out and you know his mind starts to wonder his mind starts to wonder fuck i think the squid's got me okay all right time to kill myself i'm too much of a coward i don't want to kill myself oh you know what i'm gonna get my 12-year-old daughter, to shoot me. Yeah. Yeah. To, think- he, to the point where he says, don't worry. I've written a suicide note. So you will be clean. I just need you to shoot me, put the gun in my hand, and then go to your aunt and just, you know, act all upset and they'll call the police. Yeah. Fucking insane. Yeah.
0: I'm very curious. I wanna. I'd have to look into this on my own, but if you because the way they she gets he gets shot right in the fucking point blank, like in the middle of the head, not point blank, but in the middle of the there, forehead. Would, be,
2: there, there would be evidence that sh- that somebody else shot him
0: because wouldn't your hand just drop the gun or does it say clasped? You know so, what I mean? I'm very depending, curious,
2: depending on your nerves. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. So we don't know. Yeah. But also just because I've watched way too many criminal shows, <laughs> gun residue would been on would have been on his hand. Gun residue that close to his face
1: Mm -hmm.
2: would have been on his face as well. Yeah. Like, there would have been all these signs Mm -hmm. that, you know, even the way the bullet hit his forehead, like, it wouldn't match up with any angle that he could have hit. You know, Mm -hmm. how far the bullet went in would really depend on how far the gun was. All, All sorts of things. Now, granted, this is... You know, past the 80s, because that's when, you know... It's modern
0: day. They mentioned 2020. Well, this this would be in the 80s. Yeah, around that
2: time. No, this would be in the 90s.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, she's about probably about 20 or so?
2: Yeah, this would be in the 90s, probably early 2000s.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So,
2: you know, modern guns...
0: Granted, there is dialogue in here saying that a lot of people wouldn't question it.
2: Yes. Yeah. You know. And he's just like, you know we're we're out in the middle of nowhere. They're not going to try to you know pull any shenanigans, whatever, yeah, and, the, only, uh, the only thing that I question mm-hmm. in this I think it's more of a visual thing mm-hmm. but it is a little bit of a nitpick. He should have been completely eroded when they come and see him later uh, when she's but, an adult,
0: yes, but that is the thing. remember it's the person telling the story. I think that's where the story kicks in. The visual. Yes. I think that's where it's kicking in. Cause I thought the same thing. But I think it's this is the detective thinking that, oh, she probably went to go visit her father mm-hmm. again. And he's just she's just she would visualize that he's still there. Um and she does like bend down to like kiss it. So I think that's that manipulation of the mind and the story going on there. So okay. it's not actually physically happening. That's how I read it. Um, but yeah so she kills her dad she goes we see her put the gun in his hand and then she kisses him she says I love you daddy with this bullet hole in his head and she walks away and then we see panels she comes back as an adult with Rorschach yeah, and um, and then that's when we start hearing more about the story, and that's when you really get the sense of like she's talking to the detective, and the detective is kind of like paying attention and responding, but it's this weird like he's visualizing everything. And
2: even Warshak like turns around, it's like I don't know, yeah. What do you what do you see? What do you yeah. think? You know. And
0: th- throughout the story too, you're seeing what happened in the first issue where she got murdered when she was gonna snipe, yeah, the president. So they're throwing that in there, and all those panels are in bright red. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah, really, really
1: like, nice rituals.
0: Yeah, so this was fantastic. I'm so glad that we're having Tom King stories to read <laughs> during <laughs> this whole time because holy crap! If I haven't been reading something that's actually stimulating my mind in comic books with some of the news we've got for f- post future state, I I'd be very grim 2021. Right? Yeah, um, but. Yeah, I obviously, you know, I fucking love this kind of shit. But this issue was fantastic. And again, when I read Tom King stuff, I read it as how, how it would play out as a movie or a TV show. And I think that's how he writes. And I think that's why it's so good. Because it's like, oh, if this was done like you said, if, dude, if this was done on a TV show, like holy shit, this episode would be insane. And I think that's kind of what he writes. Like you can adapt his stuff so well. Yeah. And um, you know, he's been talking a little bit about what they're doing with WandaVision, how they're taking uh that whole like, oh, I'm glitched out. He now granted, he did he I think he used Mr. Miracle's dialogue
2: yeah, he, from WandaVision. He... He was kind of joking around. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah.
0: So, but it wouldn't surprise me if those writers were like, oh, why don't we take what he did in Mr. Miracle and apply it to this? You know what yeah. I mean? Because, like, that fits more with what we want to do instead of what his vision story was. You know what I mean? So, um, and that way they don't really have to pay him anything either. So, yeah. you know, they're just <laughs> like, I eh, would we'll just steal that idea. But uh, for the most part, I thought this was fantastic. Again, I think the art fits so well with the storytelling. And, yeah dude if this was a series and we were following this detective through this whole thing about Rorschach I think it would be fantastic but I also think this would fit so well as a kind of like true detective how they don't follow the same detectives but they follow another story in the Watchmen universe I think this would be fantastic as a season two if we didn't get the Black Lives Matter kind of season two you know what I mean yeah like I think that'd be kind of cool and I think it's there's no confirmation of this. We've assumed it, but, and it kind of fits, feels like it fits that way, but it seems like Tom King watched Watchmen the se- first season. And they was like, yeah, my story's going to fit in this world.
2: And. Oh yeah. The- I, I, I honestly think that's why they chose him to mediate the conversation. Lindelof with Lindelof on yeah. at F
0: and Lindelof like, made it mediated. The conversation. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and um, you know what? I hope Lindelof comes back. Even if even if he just does a one episode special for Black Lives Matter in the Watchmen universe, I think it'd be fantastic. But I still think he probably would want. He's like, I hey, just give me a whole season, fucking yeah. Um, I still hope they get him to come back somehow because, like, I it, it probably wouldn't happen until after COVID. But um, I still think Watchmen that that series for those what was it, ten issues, ten episodes.
2: 12, yeah i think 12. it was uh, it was 10 episodes i've been wanting to go back to it
0: yeah some of the best tv i've watched in a really long time yeah like it was fantastic we would watch it at work like we were with do it's gonna start <laughs> oh,
2: i got an oil check coming
0: up soon but uh like uh, really <laughs> we would just fucking try to watch it at work because it was fantastic um and i'm glad we are at least getting something in comic book form that can continue that universe yeah um yeah, man, I don't it. Tom King, like it's very rare that I've read an a, I've read somebody that I've enjoyed a majority of their work. And, uh, you know, I'm glad I'm glad I, I'm glad I'm somebody that enjoys Tom King. I feel so like bad about people that don't like his stuff. And I don't know if it's a petty thing or they're just not like their brain is just not interested in it. Like, I'm very curious about it.
2: Well, I've always said Tom King is the Ryan Johnson of D.C., Mm-hmm. like and it's very cool or at least it was very cool because i think now it's calmed down yeah but at a time it was very cool to hate ryan johnson yeah you know it was just something that like oh i'm going to make a ryan johnson joke and if you don't laugh then you're not cool yeah you know? and that is what tom king is tom king mm-hmm. is that person now and it'll shit i i i've seen so many people so many people praise the fact that Batcat is out so that way they don't have to read the ongoing batman title yeah and crazy is that yeah um it's true man uh and i think him
0: bringing batwoman as helena into this
1: Mm -hmm. maybe
0: maybe we'll see a little bit of future damien in here i don't know if he plans on doing that that would be interesting to see where damien's at um yeah, I don't know. I think this is gonna I think that's where he's gonna end Batman. I don't think he's gonna continue writing after that besides like one shots or mini stories. Yeah. But for the most part, like I've always said this. I think in like 10 years, Tom King's Batman story is gonna go down as one of those must read top Batman stories of all time. Yeah. Um, just because he did something with the character. I don't think Tynan has added anything to the Batman character besides punchline. That's all he's added. That's the only thing I think will keep him going is punchline. Nobody's going to give a fuck about Ghostmaker or about after this. Nope. No, I will. Cause I'm going to kill one of them. But <laughs> other than that, nobody's gonna give a fuck. I don't even care about Ghostmaker. Like I wouldn't even probably put him in my run, but bow. I think they missed the mark on that. Just like they missed the mark with the designer. I don't think you can bring the designer back. I think he's too far gone. It would be extremely hard to do that. Yep. Um, uh, I'm still waiting to see how Batman learned to lose. Just throwing that other um, and, and Jim Gordon not being crazy. And, you know, is Joker going to get his eye back? And, you know, so much, so much stuff that I've left to question. Uh, I'm still waiting for the fucking Justice League. What happened after that one issue where they just disappeared? Um,
2: <laughs> That's the truth.
0: You know, like, I don't know. Oh uh, Yeah, we
2: didn't say it here, but I mean, it's not that important. Bendis on Justice League nobody's gonna read it
0: yeah not at all um who's writing the the crazy Justice
2: League in future state oh uh you're talking about um the crime syndicate yeah let me look at it
0: the crime syndicate is getting a black how Jordan if I read that right um uh, that Justice League or is it the future Justice League Bendis is writing is getting a black how Jordan I was just like how does that work did is it just a new league member that was named after Al jordan like i was so uh, confused Andy
2: schmidt happened.
0: schmidt from new girl
2: <laughs> um uh, let me let me look up this name to see what they have written
0: yeah anyways um yeah i don't know it would be very interesting to see what's gonna what's gonna happen with that new I think that's one of the one books that I am really intrigued by is that one for sure, to see Mm -hmm. what it is because it's like an evil Justice League as the I think I heard somebody saying it's the most dangerous Suicide Squad
2: to date. Okay, so Andy Schmidt has written a whole shit ton of GI Joe and Transformers. (laughs) Oh, okay, Autobots. Um, huh,
0: that's gonna be interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to excited to read that.
1: Yeah.
2: And then uh next week uh we have Detective Comics and Batman White Knight presents Harley Quinn number three. Those are the only two books that I can see unless we read Red Hood, uh, because there is nothing else that we are interested in reading.
0: Maybe we'll dive into some digital first. Um,
2: Batman Beyond, his final issue is this uh upcoming week this next week
0: we didn't even cover the last issue uh
2: no but this looks like it may just be a one-shot because the other story has already ended huh and a yeah like so that one story that we were going to talk about yeah. the uh the one where bruce or that uh terry came back in time yeah it ended in two issues it was super quick it wasn't like a traditional like three or four story arc huh. um so the very next one was this one 50 and it just seems to be like a just one off and it's guest starring Wonder Woman. Old Wonder Woman probably from mm-hmm. the future state. But the cover looks like a young Wonder Woman. So it might be an immortal Wonder Woman. So that'll, yeah. be-, that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, We'll have to decide.
0: Hopefully, we'll get some like really big entertainment news or something, and we can just yeah. run off those two books. But that is yet to be seen. Um, <laughs> but uh, remember, there was a rumor of us possibly Ooh. getting Catwoman's suit. What happened to that?
2: Yeah. Well, the one thing that we will have next week, because it will be Christmas, is our top 10. No shit. I need that list again. <laughs> our top 10 of comics of the... Uh, year of 2020
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, i can share you that notes again i yeah uh, I, I there are going to be like check marks those are mine that i'm trying to like that'll help
0: me out because i'm pretty sure we're in the similar mindset but yeah. i don't remember i half the trash that's been uh,
2: <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. so um, um yeah so be on the lookout for that we will have our top 10 uh issues of the year of 2020 god it's christmas already i know dude it is oh, insane
0: yeah this year has been nuts but even minus COVID, just changing my lifestyle has been insane so, <laughs> the last three weeks have been nuts like i think saturday was saturday was only two weeks since i had quit and i was telling clay right before this podcast started i feel like i've worked more in this last three weeks than i have in like eight years of that previous job um just because when you're when you're on your own and you're not getting a steady paycheck you're just like well every day is work day so yep. uh, it's been pretty crazy i've been enjoying the hell out of it um again if you guys don't know you can come catch me over on twitch.tv slash juice from the box we're doing merry streammas right now we're streaming every single day uh including christmas but until christmas and uh yeah it's been it's been hella fun it's been uh, really fun oh by the way if you're listening to this podcast. Uh I made a stupid random just thing that uh if I get 500 subs by I'm saying the end of the year now but I put Christmas uh I'll shave my head so if we hit 500 subs so <laughs> why not so I just throw something out there to close out the year if we hit it but we're at 203 right now so it's not uh, not that far fetched so if you guys want to come spread some Christmas cheer and have me shave my head uh help me hit I need to
2: see a bald juice by uh, the yeah, end of he has in a long
0: time so it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting, but, uh, yeah, you can also check out my link tree, uh, if you want to see any of my other stuff, Clay, what do you got coming up this week?
2: This week? I do in fact have a, uh, uh fanboy comics podcast episode coming out. I also have an episode of, uh, comic book Legion. I will be talking about almost the exact same books that we talked about here. Uh, maybe one or two different ones, uh, really depends, uh, I have an episode of the Marvel uh, Weird Science Marvel podcast with Jim, uh, where we talked about Fantastic Four and Iron Man. Uh, So go check that out. I have written reviews for those as well. So if you would like to check that out, you can go to weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com to go check that out. And, of course, always go check me out at my Ranger Alliance podcast. Of course, this is all in my link tree on my Twitter account at fanboyclay.
0: Yeah. Uh, you in your Instagram bio? Uh,
2: no, I need to actually do that. <laughs> yeah, you should
0: add it there. Uh, of course, if uh, you don't want to go to any of those social medias, it should be in the description of whatever you're listening at. I don't know if it'll be hyperlinked, but just take it, throw it in your search browser thingamabop, and uh, it should work. But that is going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. So again, next week will be our top 10 uh, Batman comics or Batman family comics of 2020 so definitely come check that out to you know just kind of see what we thought of this year granted we are missing three months almost yeah of content so there's no telling what we could have got but we'll still talk about what we did and uh, that's gonna be it ladies and gentlemen as always he is fanboy clay i am juice wayne remember batman is awesome news weekly